Welcome to the Story Tinker Podcast, a place for in-depth analysis of Webtoon stories. Co-hosted by sharp, witty, and dare I say thirsty fans, we dive deep into every episode, analyzing character struggles, relationship development, and of course, theories. You can follow the Story Tinker on YouTube, podcast platforms, and social media. For bonus content, sneak peeks, and more, you can support the Story Tinker on Patreon. We are really appreciative of your likes, subscribes, and follows on all platforms. Thank you for listening to The Story Tinker, and let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 145 of Let's Play. And today we have Christine and Sharon. Hello. Hi, everyone. Awesome. So this episode, we were wondering last time, are we going to get a resolution to the Charles and Ava dilemma, but sadly we are not. However, nope. it's all it is all Monica, which is fantastic. So we can't complain. Actually, we all raise your hand if you love Monica. <laughs> Hands are raised. <laughs> yeah, after this episode, for sure. So we are recapping something from not season three, and we're actually going to discuss it. We usually don't need to um, discuss the introduction, but we haven't discussed it yet. So. What, we start out with a previous interaction that Sam and Monica had, where Sam asks her about the, her date, quote unquote, with Charles, where she wasn't sure if it was a date. So Monica says, he went out of his way to play your game, asked you to dinner, just the two of you, and it isn't a date. And Sam's like, no. <laughs> and she had, I have this one question for you, kiddo. You say it's not a date, but do you wish it was? So first of all, Monica, I mean, she has the, like the, I think the attitude we all would have where it's like, it's clearly a date. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then I love how she's so sympathetic. Like her, she's very able to be very gentle with, with Sam, which is, you know, something that is a little bit surprising coming from her because she's externally seems a very, very, you know, tough and she is tough and she does have a strong way of putting things, but she can be sensitive when she needs to be, which is such a great trait of hers. Mm -hmm. you know like asking her that question a that's perceptive b that's putting that's making that's forcing sam to think about it yeah yeah like she didn't she didn't have to go out of her way to like be like oh is it a date like she could have just been like okay yeah yeah i think she has like we discussed it on a previous episode as well she just has this like big sister energy in a way and kind of what i wish that Angela and Vicky were doing for Sam. Mm. So I'm so happy that like, yeah, Sam had Mon has Monica in her life now and like, she's finally back. <laughs> I, I mean, not that much time has passed actually in the story, but for us, it feels like we haven't seen her in a long time. But is this actually, is this the date they're talking about? Is that the, like the last interaction of season two, like where she ends up getting drunk? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think. I think they had like a didn't they have like a small like interaction where like I think Sam was gonna like Sam was um coming out of her apartment right and she like brushed past her yeah she yeah. was just like wear whatever you want hun right yeah I think right. that was it yeah that was Monica being sad <laughs> yeah so now she asks her do you like the guy and Sam doesn't exactly answer up like you know the question she's like well he's gorgeous and probably the most handsome guy I've ever seen which is actually the same thing but okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> and 
And she's like, yeah, but, right? Because she knows, yeah. she hears the hesitation. Yeah. But I feel so awkward around him. He's really poised and charismatic. He always seems to know the right thing to do or say in any situation, which only makes me feel even more self-conscious when we're together. Not to mention, and she's fidgeting with her hands and her feet, not to mention he's totally out of my league. I mean, I'm basically an onion knight and he's like a go-man raid boss. So what do you think of her self-perception and her comparison to Charles? Well, he's just like on a pedestal for her. You know, I think in a way that she kind of maybe wishes she could be more like him or at least like takes it advice. And especially at this point in time, I guess there was much more of a strong like, you know, boss mm. and assistant dynamic between them. He had her do the affirmations. Um so yeah, I think she just felt really inferior to him and like not, you know, like even if she would want it to be a date, she kind of thinks like there's no way it could ever be a date. Mm-hmm. And just that imagery alone of like an onion night, like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know what an onion night is? I don't know what an onion night is. But I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm just picturing like a little like onion, like holding like a shield and sword and being like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Onions are great. So onions are very, very useful in cooking. I mean, it's my number one, like, spice. But anyway, aside, <laughs> um, so I have to say, like, I am a big charm shipper, obviously. And <laughs> that being said, I have been asking a lot of people that come on the on the co-host on the podcast what their endgame is. And a couple of people, and I, th- I think maybe Laura was one of them, uh, I might be wrong, she preferred Marshall because she felt that Sam and Charles, because of this dynamic where yeah. Charles is too much above her and Sam will never feel comfortable. She felt that Marshall was more on her level, more her speed, and that Sam could be more herself around him. So I don't want to like, you know, ruin, ruin their ship because I, I like them together, but that is something that gives me pause. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. I've been thinking about it too, because I'm like, I can't picture like, Sam like doing like late night raids while Charles is just like you know sitting there with his like cup of bourbon just like mm-hmm. <laughs> way to go honey like I can't <laughs> I can't see it yeah so like I, as much as I love Charles and Sam like I do see like okay I see where you know Sam and Marshall is like more yeah. agreeable I think he's a good learning moment like personally mm-hmm. I don't ship her with any of them, I said before. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm thinking kind of maybe they're, maybe they would all be learning moments in a different way, you know, because Link was a learning moment too, big one. Mm-hmm. But we've been in this charm situation for a while now, which kind of deters me from this theory. But I feel like just like there's relationships for different parts of your life, and you're, in my opinion, I think that, that that's the case, that you can have like the right person for a period of your life. I feel like there's also ships for a different part of a story. Mm. Like, I don't know if you guys read Lore Olympus, but mm. when we had that like backstory of Hades and Hera, I was shipping them so hard. And I was like, no, like, don't go be with Zeus, you know, mm. even though obviously I want Hades to be with Persephone. Mm-hmm. So Hera had to go with Zeus, but like in that frame I could really ship them and so I don't know if I want Sam and Charles to be end game but at the same time right now I want them to 
be healthy and communicative and like figuring things out in a way if that makes sense mm -hmm. yeah yeah very much so okay we'll see and uh monica laughs like oh my god your analogies are worse than marshall's which <laughs> you know if we're gonna point out comparisons they both do that <laughs> mm -hmm. and she's like okay so he's nice to, and then she continues so he's nice to look at smells great and it's a treat to listen to with his deep accented voice these are all not to be too down at this she's they're, they're all very superficial things oh yeah they're mm -hmm. not about charles's personality or his brain which is i don't know if, i don't know if that's like she's choosing the things that most intimidate her because she's probably more equal to him in terms of the other things yeah i mean i don't know because he's also very charmed and um charming and polished which she feels she isn't but mm -hmm. anywho <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it smells great also that i mean anybody can smell great with the right products and showers but okay <laughs> and showers <laughs> and now she blushes and she's like and it's fun to imagine what it would be like to and we you know harken back to you know her getting intimate with in her imagination <laughs> with the cutout of charles <laughs> he looks so creepy in that cutout for him i know he does though <laughs> He looks like a cat. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and Monica's like the negative eight, which again, I love it. She's very decisive. She's like, go for what you want. You're attracted to him. Make it a date. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. So now we are back at the park and Christine, take it away. All right. So we see um, Monica is like, oh, you look great with some lace in your hair too. It really shush up your look. And I'm like, Monica, please, like, not like necessarily like make over Sam because I feel like that's like a whole superficial thing, but like, you know, like suggest things, make her look pretty, like have like a girl spa day, like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Make her feel pretty too. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know people hate the like makeover trope, but like personally, I would kill for someone to sit me down and be like this is how your skincare routine should be you yeah. know like I, I don't want to weed through like 57 youtube videos to figure out what my skin needs I want someone to sit down be like use these products use them in this order at that time of day and you'll feel so much better <laughs> like mm -hmm. I need a Monica in my life yes right <laughs> so before I went on on my first couple of days with my husband my friends were, was hilarious. I was living in a dorm at the time because I was in seminary and all the girls, they're like, we're dressing you up. You need a makeover because they're like, you don't dress nice. You don't take care of yourself. Cause I oh. totally was like a bookshelf back then. I just wore like t-shirts and long skirts and I did not, no makeup, nothing. So they took me to the hairdresser. They gave me a haircut. They, you know, bought, took me shopping and bought me some clothes. And before I went out with him, they did my hair, they did my makeup. They you know, told, told me what to wear. I think gave him borrowed some outfits. And so th that, was, that was the first two dates. And afterwards, I just went back to my usual stuff. But the irony is, of course, my husband is very, 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 very low maintenance when it comes to clothes. Like, he looks like a mess most of the time because he just can't be bothered. He's always in his head. So the irony is, I don't think it made much of a difference, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> it worked out in the end, too. So Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it, it was fun. It was very nice. It was it was definitely a fun like girls' night, you know, preparing for the date. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like I remember when um, I don't know if it's a thing like everywhere, but 
um, when you become a senior in high school, you take like senior photos. I remember asking like my god sister who like I adore and she always had like beautiful makeup and I was like, hey, can you like do my makeup for my picture? And she's like, yeah, just do your hair, I'm gonna do everything. And like as much as I like appreciate her work, when I saw those photos, I was like, that is not me. Mm. <laughs> that is not me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, but I mean, I appreciate the work, but I'm like, yeah, no, it's not. Ow, cat, stop. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> so i mean it could go yeah it could go either way but i mean just have a spa day how about a spa day yeah no spa day right if let's say monica gives her a makeover you know maybe she'll choose to keep one or two things you know not yeah but and it doesn't mean you have to change your lifestyle like it can also just be a fun adventure Mm -hmm. it's not like that out not like devil wears prada where all of a sudden like she's like glamorous just for yeah. a job mm-hmm. but okay uh anyway Monica's like uh do you mind if I join you I've been on my feet all day sounds like no not at all great <laughs> Monica's just like here hold on to Dinah for a sec yeah oh how I miss that derpy little dog <laughs> it's so ugly <laughs> her look is hilarious She's so ugly she's cute but i love how like marshall just like adores dinah like yeah. calls her like the prettiest girl i'm like see yeah. this is why they need to be oh <laughs> yeah yeah and <laughs> uh, okay monica's like damn i'm be interviews and meetings since 5 a.m and mm. still need to record a video tonight i'm gonna get bags with my eyes at this rate i'm like hustling girl is hustling yeah i like that she says that because sometimes people think that youtubers or people who make their living off social media like aren't working and maybe that's the case for some people but a lot of people like monica are working like really long hours and even more than regular nine to five people yeah that's acknowledged Mm -hmm. especially those like daily vloggers it's like they're working every day like 24 7 like yeah uh, people underestimate like video editing is so too. much work so much work it's incredible mm-hmm. I had were, were any of you surprised that we saw monica back in her like glitz kitten get up yeah we talked about it last time actually in the last podcast that we saw i first. haven't listened yet yeah yeah, yeah I, w- I was well i already said my view so i'm not going to repeat it so christine you can <laughs> um I don't think so because I mean if she said she's been coming from like work and stuff like it stands to reason why she would be it also I feel like also because she's in public and she doesn't know who she'll run into so even if it's at a dog park but I don't know yeah yeah I don't know why I expected her to still look not glitz kiddied but I don't know I was just surprised and I guess I also was like when I, we first saw her without all of the glam, like that she had dyed her hair back to her natural color. Well, she had a wig, yeah. Yeah, but I, so I was like, oh, did she dye it again? But I guess she just probably wears like a pink wig. Well, she said she bought a brown wig, so it looks like her hair was still pink. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, it's been so long. <laughs> yeah. 
I think, you know, so I also was curious last time and somebody suggested exactly what you said, Christine, like, oh, maybe she was working and that's why she needed to do it. So that's confirmed now. So, but it, I wonder, right, if when she's not working, she'll be unglucified, right? If that's, but <laughs> what I said last time was I wasn't, anyway, I had a discussion on it last time. I don't know if you want to get into it again. Like I was, I had been surprised that she had unglucified to begin with because mm-hmm. I hadn't thought that she was using her appearance as an armor. I thought that she was just, you know, confident in her looks, enjoying her looks, playing around with that. Like that was her hobby. That was her talent. And I didn't think that that was something where she needed to grow. Like, I didn't think that, you know, um, she was using it to hide from something or to be, you know, afraid of something. So I was surprised that she, that was, that she took it off to begin with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll, we'll see more of Monica and like what her, you know, what her aspiration is, like what her goal is for her growth. Yeah. I hope so. Mm -hmm. It'd be nice if she had like a, you know how some beauty gurus have that like oh like removing my makeup for the night or like my bed night routine and then she finally like shows her bare face yeah yeah but I you know I kind of also just hope that Monica just gets to be unproblematic like not for other characters but just for herself because you know everyone has this like arc going I mean Angela's obviously struggling with a lot now Vicky is as well and and like obviously she's already struggling because the guy that like she was dating and clearly has feelings for is in a really tough situation and I just I kind of just want Monica to like be allowed to love her job to love her like appearance and love like you said Mindy like to just enjoy what she does and how she's doing it because I feel like so often this kind of character obviously either is like a bitch or something, which luckily she's not. Um, or it's like, yeah, I know I live this kind of like superficial life, but actually um, I don't want it or it's too much. It's overwhelming. It's not me or whatever. And I, I would just be so happy if she's like, yeah, I'm super exhausted because I've been up since 5 a.m. and doing interviews and whatnot. But also... I live for this. I live for working so and so many hours a day and all of these things. Like it would make me happy if that's like the route it would go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I have to say, like, I know I used to be pretty judgmental of women who love to dress up because I thought like the way I was raised, my mom is pretty simple and she taught us, she was like, oh, if you're putting too much emphasis on the outside, that means that your inside is not developed. That means that, you know, if you're very into makeup obviously you're not smart and you don't like reading books and like you're not or you're not kind and you don't do things things to help others and as I got older um I learned that that wasn't the case like you could do both you could be very into makeup and fashion and wear high heels and long hair and nails and still be you know smart slash kind so yeah yeah, I I don't necessarily I don't I agree like I, I would like I don't necessarily think it's a good message to say oh every time you like to you know, develop your outside. That means that you're there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, we'll see. We shall see. Uh, and then, so going back, Marcus, like, so how have you been? Did you go on uh, a date with that guy you liked? And Sam's like, Yeah, I did, but I just don't think it was a date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl, really? I know. <laughs> We're just laughing. <laughs> uh, then that was a big river. Um, 
uh, let's see. And Monica's like, really? Because I love fighter your sporting says otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> so glad she called her out on that. Because I was like, mm-hmm. Sam, he was all up in your everything. Like, know, it was right? a dirt. He was on top of you. Yeah. <sighs> Seriously. Literally. Yeah. What, what, what will it take for her to accept that he likes her? <laughs> It's like all those like those like memes. It's like when the protagonist like confesses to the other character. It's like, oh, as a friend. <laughs> or it's like, no. Uh, I'm like the total opposite. If I like walk down the street and some guy like turns his head, I'm like, he has a crush on me. He loves me. He wants to marry me. So, you know, like, <laughs> I'm like, like, so yes, I know I'm fabulous. Sorry, I'm. <laughs> Mindy comes home. She's like, "You well, everyone wants a piece of this. You're so lucky." I really am like that, by the way. The mailman <laughs> smiled. <laughs> he might as well have proposed. Right? I, I recognize intellectually. I may be taking it too far in the other direction, but what can I say? My mom raised me with confidence. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I appreciate right. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, when Monica calls her out, of course, Sam's just like, <gasps> just like, <laughs> so embarrassed. And Monica's like, why are you embarrassed? Because you know what happened. So, <laughs> isn't it considered trashy, hickeys? And Monica's like, yeah, totally, but who fucking cares? <laughs> preach (laughs) i know exactly it's like you're a woman hun if there's any hint about you that suggests you're sexually active society will always think it's wrong people will think you're a slut if you're putting out and if you and you must be some kind of a bitch if you're not or shrewd or you know some other demeaning term wow i love 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 monica i know this is like fantastic oh it's amazing it's like i know like the, gold. It, yeah. it's, it's so true it's like if a girl's just like putting out it's just like oh she's a slut she's a whore it's like why can't she just be like feeling her own like why can't she just be dressing yeah. up for herself it's like i'm yeah. not doing it for a man i'm doing it for myself mm. <laughs> what do you want yeah, <laughs> come at me no I love, I like, love that yeah and then it's like if you're not then it's like that's her own business like ugh, like yeah. ugh. Ugh, hate men sometimes <laughs> uh let's see and Monica's like you can't make people happy so just worry about yourself and have some fun it's just like a wink like mm-hmm I feel so, like I want to put Monica's words should be like on like I know. a sign like or something like yeah. this is like this is like these are words to live by. You can't make up. It's so true. You cannot make everyone happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still like going through that. I'm like okay, because I've always been kind of like a people pleaser. Um, mm-hmm. so, but like I'm getting to that point where now I'm like okay, like you can't please everyone. So just yeah. be happy with what you decide. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm really happy that this was included. Um, I know we always come across or like I read that terrible Instagram account, Webtoon Opinions, where people just like <laughs> throw so much hate. It makes me so mad sometimes. But, mm-hmm. you know, I so often. Kind of like, you know, like when you hate read something, some of them are yeah. okay, but some of them yeah. are like, 
I just yeah. it's kind of funny. <laughs> I know. And they're so repetitive. But sometimes I still read it. And then I, I'm stupid and I go in the comments. And I hate it when, you know, people are like, oh, the author needs to be aware that 12-year-olds are reading this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> I get it. But also, that's not an author's responsibility to control your audience. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, mm-hmm. you can always have intentions, but the audience might always take it differently anyway. But that being said, I do appreciate that this is in here because it's not, you know, it's, it doesn't feel random. It's not like, by the way, if you're a child or like a teenager and you're engaging in whatever, you know, be careful. It actually makes sense because Sam needs to hear these things. Like she has never encountered moments like that before. She has never had anyone teach her about this. Like her mom seems great, but I'm not getting the vibe that they had a lot of one-on-one time or Mm -hmm. that her mom like gave her these things on the way. Clearly her super protective father has not. (laughs) And her brother seems to be like a bit similar to the dad. So, you know, I think Sam would maybe just only know kind of the more mainstream opinions of these kind of things. And for her, it's really important like to have somebody say like, like, yeah, it's supposedly trashy to have a hickey on your neck, but also it doesn't matter. Like be Mm -hmm. trashy if you want to be trashy. And if you don't just have, you know, make it a little bit more fun and sexy and have it somewhere hidden. But like, as a woman, you are going to be attacked no matter what. And it just feels really organic for Monica to be saying it to her. And so I appreciate that that like lesson is in there, you know, Mm -hmm. because even those of us who actually know, like we need a reminder sometimes because it gets to you after a while, you know, Mm -hmm. traversing the web and (laughs) being confronted by people's opinions and double standards and everything. Mm. So I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I, I've said this a lot on the Midnight Popular podcast, but, you know, seeing sexuality being talked about so openly and unabashedly in Webtoons has really made me more comfortable, even though, like, I was, like, 31 or something when I came across it, and I thought I had developed my, you know, sexual acceptance, but yeah. after reading, you know, um, specifically Lily's Secret Gardens, it really made me realize why in the world do I still have this stigma of shame attached to sex? This is ridiculous, unwarranted, and totally unnecessary. So I appreciate webtoons for breaking that down. Mm -hmm. And I think especially not just sexual like activity, but expressing interest in sex or expressing like lusty thoughts or whatever, Mm -hmm. like this is something the webtoon community really like blew my mind with because people are so openly talking about it like right yeah you're on someone's patreon and they post like not safe for work content and then the whole comment section is people just like openly expressing how it makes them feel and that they love it and Mm -hmm. what they wish to see you know and it's just it's so incredible because it makes you feel so free and for example, on my Instagram, like I have a private one that I hardly post on anymore since I've had like my Caesar Fix one, which is, well, basically my Webtoon one, let's say, right. because it's like the non-judgment zone, you know, it feels so free. You don't have to worry about what people are going to say. You can just be like unabashedly yourself, express whatever you're thinking. Like, it's just incredible. And I adore 
webtoon for that for the stories mm -hmm. obviously and like the hard work of authors but especially the community that it forms around different webtoons and I mean like mm -hmm. this right now too you know it's a part mm -hmm. of that so yeah I think we're all growing no matter how like feminist or progressive or open or whatever you were um yeah there's like something new always to be found I think mm -hmm. 100% yep <laughs> yeah and yeah like you said like I like that it's like organic and not like those 90 like PSAs where they like look into the camera and they're like this is why you shouldn't do drugs kids like you know that kind of like corny stuff yeah it, yeah, I love it. I'm uh, going to quickly grab my charger because my phone died and I can't see the webtoon without it. <laughs> okay. So back to Marka. She's like, on the other hand, having partner leave marks where only the two of you can see is even more fun. Then you can tease them by showing them the mark in private, I bet that would drive them wild and sounds just like, what? <laughs> she does not have, I don't think she's ever thought in that direction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. And, so and, um, so we see Bowser and like another dog and sounds just like, oh, Monica, I know we don't know each other that well, but can I ask for advice? And she's like, sure, what's up? And Mindy, it's her turn. <laughs> yeah, so she's like, well, me and this guy, we're kind of getting close. And this is all new to me. We're not wanting to date or anything, just experience each other, I guess. And Monica's picking up her fingernails, <laughs> looking at them. And she's like, he told me to take the lead, but I've never done anything like this before. So I'm not sure if I'm doing things right. And she asks, what have you done so far? He's bouncing her heels. Um, talk sweetly to him and small touches here and there, <laughs> which is so, it's so cute and innocent. Yeah, I know. And it's like, it kind of like shows it with like the differences in shoes too. Oh, yes. <laughs> when I she like says like, we are just trying to experience and not like, do you think it's we or do you think she's talking from what Charles wants? I'll let you go first. <laughs> like, it's a genuine question. <laughs> um, I think she's, like, assuming it's a... I don't know. It's weird. So I, I definitely had reservations that because Charles is so dominant and because Sam is so inexperienced that she would be following his lead where he says, you know, he definitely said, I don't want a relationship. But her response and her subsequent behavior kind of does assure me that, you know, where she said, I don't know if I want a relationship. I've never thought about it. I've never, you know, pictured myself being married. So I can't relate to that personally because I've wanted a relationship since I was like five. But, <laughs> but I can understand that there are people like that. And she does strike me as someone who, you know, she said she didn't date old college because she was doing a video game. And like somebody who's that dedicated, who like really doesn't notice boys at all until she's like 22, I can understand that she really hasn't given a thought yet and doesn't know yeah what do you think <laughs> do you I, think I honestly don't know I don't know it's, it's complicated <laughs> yeah 
yeah I just wasn't sure when I read it you know it just kind of stood out to me and was like oh like is it we or are you saying it's we you know I found it hard to kind of gauge where she's coming from for sure yeah I, I do think that they're both fooling themselves because unless okay unless I'm mis- misinterpreting what they mean by just experience each other or just physical because I see them having very strong emotional feelings towards each other that Charles is for sure in denial of but maybe even Sam and I don't know maybe maybe in their view it's like oh we can do physical and then care slightly about each other but not you know relationship level yeah so I don't know I don't know what they're thinking is if they're even thinking it through at all yeah like that ever works <laughs> <laughs> So Monica says, what's your end goal? And she said, what do you mean? Are you trying to sleep with him, tease him, torture him? Because if all you want to do is sleep with him, you're putting in a lot more work than necessary. If you want to tease him, you should dre- consider dressing more provocative. If you want to torture him, then there are more entertaining ways to go about it. <laughs> and that question made me think, I'm like, so we get Sam's answer, but I wonder what Charles's answer is. Mm. like what's his end goal with their relationship yeah it's interesting right because he's clearly expressing that he doesn't want a relationship with her but he's also clearly not just trying to sleep with her right because Mm -hmm. I mean I suppose you can be respectful and only want sex because he's not like pushing for it really hard, you know, but I think at the same time, he's also like with all of these um, exercises he's done with her, you know that he's aware of her inner world in a way that he would know what it would do to her if he would just like sleep with her and then kind of drop her. Um, Plus he's much too rational. (laughs) So I, I don't know, it's weird. I think Charles doesn't know what he wants and that he's maybe just driven by feelings mm-hmm. and like underlying desires even if he would never admit to that yep 100 mm-hmm. percent. i think True. his heart is gravitating towards that warmth and love without acknowledging that he wants it mm-hmm. we see him struggling <laughs> yeah like a moth fluttering to the light mm-hmm and Sam answers basically none of the above. She's like, I guess I want to get close to him, to have a connection. And I suppose I want him to want me. Is that wrong? Oh, and I love Monica's answer. She's like, there's nothing wrong with being, wanting to be desired. I could argue he wants the same and making you take the lead, which is very interesting. You know, I don't know if that came into mm-hmm. Sam's mind, but that is an interesting part where, you know, maybe, uh, sorry, Charles, fine. Maybe, you know, there is an element of Charles wanting to be wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Otherwise, I would say you're on the right track and should keep it up. And it seems like, so I'm doing anything wrong? Not at all. You'll have him wrapped around your finger in no time. He already is wrapped around your finger. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> already and done. Sam's like, she bites her lip, looks away, and then says, Can I ask you about something else? A personal problem. And Dinah is just like pillowed herself onto Sam's chest. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, tongue (laughs) yeah let's hear it well like I said this is all new to me and while me and this guy were getting close I um got a little too excited and I 
Um, <laughs> because like, do not. <laughs> I have, I've not heard that phrase before, by the way. Have you heard that? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like but I didn't. Time. I didn't know that you could use it for women because I mean, obviously, it's to do with male right anatomy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know you could use it with women either. Okay. But, I guess it's one of those things like where guys is now, you know, for both genders. Anywho, <laughs> so she blushes and she, you know, kind of mm-hmm. bring herself to say the words. And Nanaka's like, uh, I thought you said you had a problem. She's like, it is a problem. <laughs> it happened so fast. It was really embarrassing. <laughs> oh, so, so cute. So innocent. Yeah. And happy she's, you know, able to say this. You know, it's, um, Something's not easy to talk about sexuality. So yeah, and she doesn't really mm-hmm. know Monica. Like they don't know each other that well, which might be making it easier. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know, being yeah, friends with. Oh, sorry. Like I can't see her having this conversation with like Angela. Like Angela be like, "What? What are you talking about? Who's the guy? What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are yeah. you doing? Like, are you safe? Yeah. Like." <laughs> Right. yeah maybe it's just for a lack of not having anyone else but because I was just thinking like sometimes it can be easier with a stranger but also I mean Monica is very heavily linked to Marshall who lives close to Sam and who she sees all the time so chances that she would run into her again you know so even if she doesn't know her that well it kind of doesn't really count as a stranger because it's not like they're going to be out of your life after the conversation um which really speaks for Monica, like mm-hmm. that she's making Sam feel comfortable enough to address these things and like ask these questions, which, man, they're tough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that Sam under gets these vibes from Monica that she's very open and accepting about sexuality, yep. whereas a lot of people are not. So I think that's why she feels safe with her to talk about that. Mm-hmm. So Monica says, I think most of them would love to share this problem of yours, but even if it does happen, the fun doesn't have to stop. Yes. But guys, you're still new to this. The more you experience, the more experience you get, the easier it will be for you to control. And if you're really worried about it, just do a little pregame. <laughs> this sounds like pregame. <laughs> yeah, you know, just see to yourself. You should be fine then. <laughs> oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how she needs to she needs some extra you know like push to understand like Monica's references yeah (laughs) Yeah. and Sam's like so what I did it's not wrong and Shirin you can take over I wish but it's not charged (laughs) it's taking forever I'm sorry (laughs) it's taking so long and the annoying thing with the fast passes is that you have to like rebuy it basically if you're going from a different device Oh no! Wait. Oh, you have to oh. switch the device, right? Yeah, like I would have to go on my computer, but then I don't have the fast pass, basically. Right. So mm. I don't know. I thought it would charge faster, but I guess I really drained it. <laughs> okay. I guess I'll continue. That's okay. So Monica's like, "Honey, that is the third time you asked me in this conversation if what you did was wrong. That isn't even isn't about checking boxes or following some kind of protocol." As long as everything is safe and consensual, all you need to worry about is that you both have fun. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Snapping the fingers for Monica. I know. Yes. It's awesome. This chapter is like every person should just read this when they're kids. <laughs> I mean, or whatever, young. 
Yeah. However, whatever age is appropriate. <laughs> Just you have children. You're like bedtime story. Out of context. Yeah. Season three. <laughs> this episode. It's like play. mom. What is this? <laughs> Who's Monica? <laughs> Sam. So my kids are at the age where, like, anytime Yol and I hug each other or kiss each other, they're like, "Ew!" I'm like, "Would you rather your parents?" hate each other and fight all day and never hug each other like what would you rather <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. how old are they again 10 and 9 oh you're like, the... it, you're like <laughs> give it a couple of years you'll see right my daughter already asked me if she could date boys I'm like you don't even have any friends that are boys like you're not you don't even interact with boys like you're not interested like why are you asking me if you could date them when you don't even want to hang out with them at all but okay <laughs> are you getting the tough questions yet are you getting Sam's questions yet? <laughs> I, over, I told them about sex when they were very young, thinking that it would be helpful to them. And it was not, it was way too young. young. I will, they were like um, five and four, four, five and six or something. It was very much, I was like, oh, I want it to be normal. I want it to be like something they always know about. I don't want it to be taboo, but they were, they didn't get it. It was, I think it was like weird to them. And I think then they kind of forgot about it for the next couple of years, which they, they just <laughs> were not ready. <laughs> So <laughs> I learned from that, but yeah, whenever they haven't talked to me about it ever since. Um, I mean, they, they kind of were awkward about it for the, but after I told them for a bit, but I think they forgot about it. So we'll see when they next, they haven't expressed interest in, you know, years. So we'll see yeah. what, uh, I'm sure they'll ask me at some point soon. So yeah, mm-hmm. I always I feel like when I read like this webtoon chapter, for example, it's kind of helpful for the future you know you kind of like lock it away You're like oh that's such a good response it's such a good way to approach it you know like perfect hi um so yeah I really like that also I can I'm good, oh, good. okay <laughs> yeah take over then <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> sorry oh. okay here we go All right, Monica continues, and she says, head up, heels on, tits out, kiddo. You're a grown woman who is allowed to have some fun. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise, especially yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes. Exactly. And then Sam goes, you've given me a lot to think about, Monica. Thank you for the advice. I didn't really have anyone else to talk about this. Already discussed that one. (laughs) No problem. And then Monica asks Sam for some advice. She says, can I talk to you about something? Sam's like, oh, sure. Um, Have you seen Marshall? Do you know how he's doing? Um, Which, I don't know. Have they, like, not seen each other at all? Because they said they wanted to start over, but I didn't think that they... They needed They said they wanted a break, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and Sam says yeah he seems like he's got a lot on his mind Marshall looks so sad I know I think that was a kind way of saying it by the way instead of saying he seems depressed and miserable he was like yeah I figured as much Hmm? although I kind of wish like she did say like literally what he looked like yeah because I think Monica maybe needs to hear it yeah I do kind of ship her and Marshall, like Monica and Marshall. I want them to work it out. Yeah, but I do think that 
giving him space is a good idea. I think that he needs to, he needs to work on his issue. Sometimes it's better to do that separately. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Monica says, could you do me a favor, kiddo? What do you need? Could you keep an eye on him? He's your biggest fanboy since he played your game. And it would be nice if someone checked in on him from time to time. Which, do you feel like this might be like a segue into bringing back charm? Yes. And I feel uh, like yeah. it might. No, it's not charm. It's uh, smash. 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 <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. I was thinking it might be a way, might make some jealousy drama where, you know, let's say they end up Monica, uh, sorry, Sam and Marshall end up together and Monica would be like, that's not what I meant when I said I asked you to keep an eye on him. You know, and Monica yeah. would feel jealous, well, cause, feel backstabbed. Because I was also thinking if the dogs are maybe like an analogy here. Um, mm-hmm. So Sam says, we're not really close. I don't want to bother him. And Bowser pops up <laughs> and is <laughs> like shocked. And Monica says, I wouldn't worry about that. He'd probably love to geek out with it with you. And Sam says, well, okay, I'll keep an eye on him then. Thanks, kiddo. And so she says, I'll keep an eye on him then. And Dina, which we already established as like the martial dog, is pressed into her chest. And then we see Bowser with this huge jealousy. Uh, what was what were they called again? Like emotions. Emoticon. Emoticon behind him, which is like, you know, the Welsh dog. The, the child's dog um so I was wondering maybe if that's like a little foreshadowing that there's going to be some jealousy on Charles's part mm. as Sam hangs out with Marshall I don't know just yeah. the, mm. um and then Monica says oh someone isn't too happy Bowser what's gotten into you I think mm. I know what the problem is you're jealous of Dinah aren't you <laughs> and Sam says looks like it Monica says, don't want to share your mama? Come here, chunky boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I love your wrinkles. (laughs) He's so cute. He's adorable. I think he's trying to push her off. There's enough love for both of you, silly boy. (laughs) Sam says, Bowser, be nice. uh, Mm? Foreshadowing, I'm like, what if? There's enough love for both of you. Are we going to do like a polyamory thing? There's enough love for Marshall mm. and Charles. Oh, that would be like a whole new world. <laughs> this would have to I bet people. I bet people are like, yes. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like, I feel like Charles would be immensely unhappy in that. Both because he's a control <laughs> freak and also because like, like we already established he and sam don't have that much in common which can be okay but then if there's two people like that you would Mm. just feel left out a lot i think Mm. but yeah i mean they're like we're spending a lot of time on this whole dog issue that's kind (laughs) of unnecessary so that's why i was thinking maybe it's foreshadowing Mm -hmm. um and then monica says you still have my number right if you need more advice just shoot me a text okay us girls gotta stick together. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Monica. I really appreciate it. Oh, and if you're not already, get on the pill. <laughs> There's a little speech bubble with blush marks. That's like, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> or some other birth control. I personally hate the pill because I oh, cannot yeah. consistently take it at the same time. So I do not use the pill because it is a very, very not in speed with my personality. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I I don't like it at all. I went on it when I was like 15 because I had really, really bad cramps. Mm-hmm. I had a boyfriend at the time. So they were like, well, you can do painkillers or the pill. I was like, oh, well, I have a boyfriend. So I'll take the pill. And then I was on it for years and years. And like, eventually I just, I think I got tired of having something foreign, like control my body. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of stopped taking it. Just so sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically the, uh, I thought that maybe Monica was like overstepping a bit, telling her really? this kind of medical decision, you know, <laughs> like mm. maybe just use contraception, like any kind of contraception, make sure you're like stocked up on condoms or whatever you're comfortable with. Or she could have said like, maybe do some research on contraception. But personally, I definitely don't feel, feel like the pill is like the answer, you know? Mm. And I think at least when I was a teenager, it was kind of presented that way. Mm. Like that mm. is the yeah the contraceptive method mm-hmm. yeah I, I think the point was use contraception but yeah i think you're right to some people some people just say the pill is a shorthand you know yeah but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah there's more than one contraceptive method yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so chapter thoughts on the chapter overall and what hopes for next chapter uh i i just love i miss monica so much She's one of like my favorite characters, if not like my favorite character. Um, I'm hoping though that like we get to see her more like her more vulnerable side. Yeah. But yeah. I, also like for next chapter, I want answers to what Charles <laughs> did. I'm so angry. Yeah. We're, we're going to get strung along. We're going to have, you know, next chapter will be Vicky and Abe, and it'll be Angela and Link, and then we'll have and Marshall. And Marshall. <laughs> we'll just cycle through everybody before we get back to Charles and Ava. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I bet you. Monica's going to, like, string us along. She's like, oh, just wait. Just wait. <laughs> yeah. I definitely have to make sure I listen to the podcast for our last episode because sometimes that play has these like moments or conversations that make me extremely uncomfortable and that mm-hmm. Ava Charles you have to get your thick wet conversation made me so uncomfortable mm-hmm. like it was so forward and yeah so I kind of don't want to return there oh really <laughs> yeah I mean I want to know I guess what he, like what happened and if he yeah if he did anything but I don't know I kind of didn't enjoy it very much and I enjoyed this episode a lot Mm -hmm. um so but yeah i would predict either it's going to be charles and ava or maybe it's going to be sam checking in on marshall Mm, right by the way so speaking of um i did a poll on instagram (laughs) let's see if i can pull it up oh my gosh my phone's losing battery as it's charging which is obviously not that great so (laughs) um asking people like (laughs) i have to plug it somewhere else it's not not working properly. So um, I asked people if they thought that they were gonna, like that Charles was gonna sleep with Ava and if it was right or wrong, if he would do that. So let me scroll back to see what numbers we got. Okay, so people in terms of will he or won't he sleep with her, 65% of people thought, no, he's not gonna do it, 35% yes. And then, you know, would it be okay if he does? 70% said, yes, it's okay if he does sleep with her. 30% said no. So, yeah. interesting. Wow. 
<laughs> do you not agree, Christine? Uh, no. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, they're not in a relationship, but like, I kind of feel like it's sort of like a betrayal on Sam's behalf. Like, I don't know. Like, they didn't say they were consensual, but they didn't. I don't know. I'm just mad at Charles right now. Just, yeah. even, just even like the thought of him like having thoughts about it, like even just like thinking of possibly doing it. I'm like, don't you dare. But Sam did too. Or right? other guys. Like that. Um, wasn't it that episode or that, that chapter where Marshall is on her balcony? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how far back that is, actually. Oh. Uh, but Marshall yeah, was I, on her balcony, right? And then, I don't know, it was really like a random episode where it kind of just, almost at the beginning of it was like, like Sam or Marshall, uh, Charles or Marshall. I was like, right. where is this coming from? This is so very random. <laughs> um, and I don't know, I feel like, yeah, and like she, like, I don't know. I, I think she does have other thoughts as well. And and I think if she were now to check on Marshall and would get some feelings, we wouldn't say like, oh no, like what about Charles, you know? Um, I think he should know better and think that maybe it would upset her if he did like anything with somebody else. But at the same time, I think that it's perfectly acceptable until they've kind of talked about what's going on mm -hmm. um yeah i also have like the mixed feelings like i think like if we're going to talk about within the letter of the law 100 percent like they did not arrange for exclusivity and like they never said that they wouldn't sleep with other people so but outside the letter of the law like extra legally i think that like, emotionally it's probably you know, like it would wound her so he should be aware of that but it wouldn't fault him yeah Mm -hmm. it definitely I mean, throw like a monkey wrench in there yeah i feel like they're they're not even at the stage yet though where yeah they haven't said it but they're going for regular dates and they're going you know they kiss each other every time they see each other and things <laughs> like that where i mean they literally just met sam's friends and she mm. did not say like oh hey this is the guy i'm seeing or whatever right. you know so didn't she even say he's her boss? Yeah, did he, I think she so. didn't even say friend, right? Yeah, so I think so. Like, if I was Charles, I would be like, yeah, there's nothing official about us, like, anywhere. Mm. <laughs> but I hope that he wouldn't. Yeah, and then there's the whole debate whether his book was anger or lust. <laughs> <laughs> Could be Which side are you guys on? The look that he, the glare that he gives Ava at the end. <laughs> I think it's like both. I think it's like, you're right, but I'm not going to admit that you're right. <laughs> yeah. I felt like it was maybe like frustration. Mm. You know? Yeah. Be a lot of well, things. Now I'm kind of like, do it. <laughs> Let me see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to the <laughs> 
Christine's Drama. like, go for it, Charles. Go for it. I'm right behind Sam. I'm backing her up. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, now I'm kind of like, oh, I want to see that drama. Like, hmm. Yeah. If it happens, I'll give you a call. I'll be like, Christine, did you see? Where's the bot? <laughs> yeah, I'm down for drama. I like drama. I like tense situations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, without them, the story wouldn't be compelling. wouldn't be interesting. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> As I always say, make it spicy. Right. <laughs> yep. Well, thank you so much uh, for coming on. Thank you so much to my current patrons. Susie, Lady Libris, Lily, Jenny, Haley, Maria, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Emily, Joe, Rochelle, Saucy Tacos, Meg, Anne Rose, Priya, Alexa, Misty, Laura, Joanne, Patty, Jen, Imelda, Esther. I'm watching you towards Poppy Seed Marie, Jen, Emily, Jean, Jen, Erin, D, and Kay. Your support is truly appreciated. 